Bienvenidos and welcome to Avanza Latino. Today's conversation highlights the story of Roberto Garcia and his dedication to empowering underrepresented communities. Roberto is an attorney practicing in California. In this episode, our inspiring Latino shares intimate details of how his life as the son of working class immigrants helped him develop the grit and determination to be a first generation graduate of the prestigious UC Santa Barbara and then he studied law at the People College of Law. PCL is a law school focused on training legal advocates dedicated to securing progressive social change and justice in society. He now practices traditional labor and employment law for a firm based in San Diego with an office in the Los Angeles area. Here's Roberto. My story starts in Northeast Los Angeles. I was born and raised in Cypress Park, my parents came as immigrants when they were 17 and 19 years old from a rural part of the state of Durango in Mexico. I attended schools in predominantly Latino neighborhood, then went off to school uh, in Santa Barbara at UC Santa Barbara. Roberto completed his undergraduate degree in Santa Barbara from the fall of 1999 to spring of 2003, at a time when the Latino population was just 15% of the whole undergraduate class. This mattered because it wasn't easy to find students who shared the same worldview and experiences as he had, which challenged his self-belief and led him on a journey to discover his own identity by leveraging his strengths. At school, I did have some challenges finding my identity and, and finding where I fit in the mix with my cohorts. Not only did I come from a different cultural upbringing in my working class immigrant Los Angeles neighborhood, but the medium income in Santa Barbara was, was in the six-figure range. Here I was uh, in a college classroom competing for a grade with someone who had a different upbringing in terms of the food they ate, their community cultural backgrounds, but even their vocabulary and basic communications were different than mine. Sure, I could read and speak English, but I felt that even that was a foreign language in itself compared to the dominant population at the university. I hadn't had dinnertime conversations about the SAT or the LSAT. And I started recognizing that some of these differences were disadvantages that I had to overcome. I was competing with students who had preparation and resources that I hadn't even heard of at the time and who lived in a way I could only uh, ever see or imagine in movies. Thankfully, I had a good group of friends who extended a hand and put those differences off to the side allowing me to introduce myself to their world and vice versa. It was definitely a transition period. Roberto is now grateful for how his disadvantaged background gives him the insight to help others. I'm now a featured guest at college and career days for students and use my own personal experience to relate to them but it has provided me with the compassion to be able to readily identify with my client base who are low-income working class people. 
I don't say that's who I was. Rather, I say that's who I am. I now have the compassion and eagerness to learn and always reinvent myself. And that's key for representing others in the courtroom. In July of 2014, I started practicing uh, by representing low-income tenants and slum housing conditions. I was doing eviction defense work on behalf of low-income tenants, living in primarily Los Angeles rent-controlled properties. In some of these places, I represented tenants who lived in deplorable conditions. These were places where gangs, roaches, prostitution, drug dealing, and other problems were rampant and places where landlords turned a blind eye to them. It makes these, it made these places uninhabitable. And in defending those tenants, we took a position that it was important to stand up for fellow members of our community, regardless of social class. And if necessary, to affirmably sue on their behalf to force those landlords to take care of those wrong situations. My cases were very stressful. If I lost a case, the tenants could be forced to move out in as little as three weeks. So I took my work extremely seriously. It definitely always weighed on me though. You can't save everyone out in the open ocean, but you'll save some. But the ones you couldn't save will definitely haunt you. It was a constant stress. Roberto currently represents labor unions with a firm based out of San Diego called Hayes Ortega Sanchez. While he may be representing cases in a different field, he says the work is entirely connected. Through my newfound work in the uh, labor and employment law arena, I've definitely been able to draw some connections with my prior work in representing low-income tenants in housing situations. Um, with that, which I'm doing now, it, in trying to ensure a living wage and just working conditions for, for working people. It, it is often the same people um, that I represent, just in a different segment of the same problem. Rent is so expensive, as is gas and other commodities. Even eating right is so expensive. If you pull one piece out, it's like a game of Jenga. Everything topples over. So if you're not making a living wage, well, guess what? You're likely going to have problems making your rent payment. I'm definitely working with the same population and folks. It's just a different issue that I'm tackling now. For example, one of the things I do in my practice is that I represent people who've been wrongly disciplined and discharged in the workplace, giving people whose cases have been overlooked a second chance. Recently, I had a client who is a warehouse worker who was fired after being accused of having prescription drugs and selling them on company property. The company had no evidence of this, the grievant was an employee who had a, a good and positive work history with the company. He'd been there for 10 years. He had previously been recognized by the company and earned awards for his good work. The company terminated him 
based on a hunch, guess what? We don't discipline and discharge employees based on a hunch. There was no due process for him. He was being simply judged based on a situation that looked weird. He was a good guy who was placed in a bad hole. No one thought we would get his job back, but I got his job back and was able to recover his losses. What struck me the most about this gentleman is that he was born and raised in the same neighborhood I was, and he was close in my age range. Minus a few educational degrees, that could have been me. Here was a guy who shared a very similar background to mine in his early years, whose whole life would be very different right now if we hadn't fought for him in this case. How different? For example, he would have lost his job and carried the stigma of a drug dealer on his permanent record. This wrongful determination by the company would have followed him for his entire adult working life. The cases are constant, and so is the stress. So Roberto finds time to unwind, decompress. Today, he finished his fourth full marathon in Santa Monica. Some of my hobbies include spending time with friends and family, running and rock climbing. I've been fortunate to complete four full marathons and close to 30 half marathons. For example, today was great. It was nice to be surrounded by approximately 27,000 other pumped up runners who shared a common goal. And that goal was getting to the finish line in beautiful Santa Monica. Rock climbing for me is unique because climbing is both a mental and physical puzzle. I have to compartmentalize the fear that comes with getting up and over the wall. There's always a fear that you're going to fall and fall big. You're building trust with yourself about making the next move and doing it with all five senses because you have to trust your five senses up on that wall. I also uh, take improv for actors classes. In improv, you're, you're on one hand making fun of, you know, or creating fun in a positive workspace, working on oratory skills, and also working on creative skills and storytelling abilities. This helps to put things in perspective and helps me to put, put me in as many new situations, have me on my feet and continue to regenerate. Roberto, who is also an avid reader and travels a lot, shared that improv was reflective of the lack of representation of Latinos in Hollywood. His hobbies often prepare him for the experiences he encounters in life and at work. As Latinos, you have to work twice as hard and you really have to put your best self out there to succeed. You have to be motivated to be your best, to constantly work and get to be where your heart is. Thanks for listening to Avanza Latino. And thank you, Roberto Garcia, for your inspiring Latino story.